I'm Not a Gentleman is a production of Chase and Ryder.com. So that's definitely something that most guys have to pay attention to. It's good to draw inspiration from other guys, assuming that those guys that you're taking inspirations from are doing it the right way. But at the same time, you really got to make sure that those things that you're looking at are things that are going to look good on you and flatter your body shape. Yo, what up? I'm your host, Vladimir Arache from ChaseAndRider.com and your favorite menswear YouTuber's favorite menswear YouTuber. I've helped dozens of clients and hundreds of students and viewers feel more confident by looking their best and always making a great first impression. I was just wondering the other day, if I was having a menswear conversation with my younger self, what would I say to him? And this is what this episode is about because I spent a ton of time trying to find my way in this menswear thing. And um, with the benefit of hindsight, those are the things that I would say to myself. So that's exactly what we're going to cover in this episode. Intro. So for those not familiar with my story, I first started getting into tailored clothing back in 2005. And um, that's when I got a job that was client-facing. So you had to dress up. By that time, I really got into suits and tried to learn everything that I could about it. Got a GQ subscription and would just read the magazines front to back to try to learn all that I could. By the time 2011 came, I switched careers and started working in the menswear industry. By that time, I thought I knew everything that you had to know about menswear because I was teaching other men how to dress. So I must know what I was talking about. Then come 2013, I realized that I really didn't know what the hell I was talking about. So this is what this episode is about. Those are things that I wish I knew when I was getting started, because even in 2013, when I realized that I didn't know, it took me until 2015 to start applying all the things that I had learned over the past couple of years from 2013 to 2015, because I had to undo everything that I had learned prior, starting in 2005 to 2013. So when you pick up a lot of bad habits, it takes a lot of time to break those habits. So altogether, it took me 10 years from the time that I started to the time that I started doing it well. So let's start with the list. The first thing that I wish I knew when I was getting started is that fit is king. When it comes to tailored clothing, the fit is really everything. Number one, you really don't want to wear something where you're not going to be comfortable in it. There's a saying that says a well-fitted suit is the most flattering thing that a man can wear. And I think a lot of men take the well-fitted part as meaning tight. So therefore, whenever men is really getting into suits, you will notice that they all wear their suits too tight. And the well-fitted part does not mean that it has to be tight. It's the opposite. It means that you have to be very comfortable in your clothes. So that doesn't mean it has to be baggy. It means that it has to be right in the middle between baggy and tight. There's nothing worse when you're wearing something and you're not comfortable in what you're wearing. So I know with women, a lot of time they would wear heels and the heels would hurt their feet, but it's very sexy. So therefore they can deal with the pain that comes with wearing heels. So I think a lot of men think that way that I'm going to be wearing a tight suit, even though it's not comfortable, but I look good in it. 
it's really not supposed to be like that, man. You can look good in your clothes without the clothes hurting you. If you can't bend over to tie your shoes, there's a problem there. If there's an emergency and you have to run, but you can't because you risk of ripping your pants. Come on, man. Fit is everything when it comes to tailored clothing. And that's one thing when people tell me that I look very comfortable in my clothes. It's the best compliment that somebody can pay me because you're supposed to be comfortable in your clothes. Your suit being tight really doesn't make any any sense. So that's the first thing that I really wish that I knew when I was getting started. Unfortunately, by reading magazines such as GQ or by going on Tumblr, you would see a lot of guys that people look upon as being well-dressed and they were wearing tight clothes. So you figured, well, my suits are not supposed to fit me like my street clothes fit me, so it's okay for it to be a little tight. And that's not true at all. But that was the biggest thing that I had to overcome. Because when I would go to style form, all the guys that were getting a lot of props on those threads, I always thought that all their clothes were too big. But it just took me a while to realize their clothes weren't too big. My clothes were too tight. That's why in my head I thought that their clothes were too big. So that was really the biggest part to overcome when I was getting started. And that's the part that would have saved me a lot of time. Because those two years that it took me to really break all those bad habits that I had, most of that time was spent on the fit. So that's the first thing that I would teach to my younger self. And that's what I really wish that I knew in the beginning. The second thing that I wish I knew is to take my time to find my style. When you're first starting, you really don't know what your style is. You're kind of basing it on what you see other people wearing. And in the beginning, you don't know that because the person is wearing whatever they're wearing, that that type of style is going to go right with you. So you really have to take your time to learn exactly what goes with your body type and also what goes with what you like. And those things take time. So that's definitely something that most guys have to pay attention to. It's good to draw inspiration from other guys, assuming that those guys that you're taking inspirations from are doing it the right way. But at the same time, you really got to make sure that those things that you're looking at are things that are going to look good on you and flatter your body shape. When I was first getting started, after realizing that all my clothes were too tight, I used to really be into Tom Ford suits. And an average Tom Ford suit cost around $5,000. At least back then they did. And um, I really wanted a Tom Ford suit really, really bad. What really saved me is the fact that I couldn't afford a Tom Ford suit. But if I could, I would have bought a few Tom Ford suits. And looking back now, I can't stand a Tom Ford suit. So that's what I'm saying. You have to take your time to really find your style. What saved me was the fact that I didn't have any money. So imagine if you're somebody that has money and you're not really sure what your style is yet, but you're sitting there blowing a lot of money thinking this is what you're into. So give yourself some time to really find yourself when you're first getting started. That's very, very important. Now, the third thing that I wish I knew is not every style is for everyone. 
like my very first tailor, one thing that he used to teach me was just because you see guys that are skinnier wearing suits that are well-fitted doesn't mean you, who's not skinny, that that style is going to go with you. When I met my tailor, that was before I started to really know what was what. And at that time, I was pretty stubborn also. I'm naturally stubborn. So when he was telling me that, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I've seen guys bigger than me wearing suits that are pretty fitted on them. So I don't see why I can do the same thing. And I just really didn't understand what he was telling me. He tried to teach me, but it would just go into one ear and not the other. Now, I'm not saying that wearing a tight suit looks right on anyone. I don't think it does. But the slimmer somebody is, the more they can probably get away with it. I mean, to me, they're not even really getting away with it because fit is king. So even if you are a skinny guy, you should still be wearing something that's not pulling on you. But it'll look a lot more obvious if you're not skinny and then you have clothes that's pulling on you. So not every style is for everyone. So even with me, what I teach, for example, I like to wear beanies as opposed to more classic hats like fedoras, for example. But that's just my style. I'm not saying that somebody else should be doing the same thing. If they want to, sure. You know, I don't think that wearing a beanie makes you any less dressed, really. Walking around, it's cold outside. As long as you're not wearing like a sports beanie, for example, like a New York Giants beanie or something like that, I think that's kind of tacky. But the beanies that I wear, they're single color. They're 100% cashmere. And to me, they look really nice. But that's just my style. So if I see somebody with a fedora, I'm not going to look down on them like, why is this guy wearing a fedora? That's their style. That's one thing about dressing well. There's definitely room for individuality. I like to teach guys the basics so that they know exactly what the foundation looks like and then they can go their own way. If somebody wants to copy the way that I dress, that's cool too. But there's definitely room for individuality. So always make sure that you know that not every style is for everyone. And that's something that I wasn't really aware of when I was just getting started. I just thought it was just really one style, but it's not. It's different for everybody. We'll be right back. Yo, real quick, I got something very special to share. Are you ready to elevate your style game? Well, I got just the thing for you when you want cost you a dime. Introducing my latest ebook, the seven style mistakes that you're making right now. It's packed with insights to help you up your style game. In this exclusive guide, I break down the common pitfalls that many of us fall into. From fashion faux pas to overlooked details, I got you covered. You'll learn how to turn heads for all the right reasons and boost your confidence in any situation. So are you ready to transform your wardrobe and leave those style mistakes behind? Head over to I'mNotAGentleman.com or click the link in the show notes to grab your copy of the 7 style mistakes that you're making right now. It's a game changer and it's 100% free. Thanks for tuning in today. And remember, style is a reflection of who you are. Let's make sure you're sending the right message. Grab your copy now and let's embark on this style journey together. Until next time, stay stylish. The fourth thing 
that I wish I knew, and this one is big, man, is that quality over quantity 100% of the time. It's not about buying a whole bunch of stuff. What I like to tell my clients is to pay more and buy less. So the best way to go about that is to buy things over time. So, for example, you don't have to buy the suit, the shirt, the tie, the shoes, all at the same time. So save your money, do your research, and then when you have, let's say, $400 saved up, then you can buy your first shoes. As opposed to, let's say, saving $1,000 and try to get everything all at once. A lot of time when you do that, you end up buying things that you're not really sure about. So it's best to have your focus on one thing, buy that thing, put it away, and then slowly but surely you start building your wardrobe. But quality is definitely much better than focusing on quantity. It doesn't really matter how much you have. You just have to make what you have work. So it's better to buy quality, focus on that as opposed to quantity. That's very, very important. And that's something that I definitely dropped the ball on when I was getting started. I thought it was more about having a bunch of suits as opposed to one really good suit. I was working at Banana Republic part-time so I can get a 50% discount. And I got so many Banana Republic suits. Uh, those suits were probably around $500. And with my 50% discount, they were about 250 And I really thought that I was killing it with all these suits, man. And come to find out those suits were really worthless once I started to know what was what. And by worthless, I mean just the way that those suits were built and designed. Those aren't suits that I could wear once I realized that this is not it. You know what I mean? So it would have been better if I did my research and spent, let's say, $1,000 on a really nice timeless suit as opposed to getting four suits at the time for $1,000 due to my 50% discount. But I didn't know any better, so I just wanted to have as many suits as possible as opposed to really finding out that quality is what matters, not quantity. And that was the same thing with my shoes also. I used to have a few different pair of shoes, but none of them was really worth anything when you really think about it. It would have been better back then to go to Carmina and get myself a pair of shoes for $450. But I used to go to Saks or Fifth and those type of stores, and I would get shoes for like maybe under $200. But I had a few pairs thinking that I was really doing something. It's not the price that made those shoes bad. There weren't shoes that you could resold once the bottom wear out. But nowadays, you can definitely get Goodyear Wealthy shoes around $200. So when I'm saying I should have spent 450 on Carmina, that's because back then, if you wanted Goodyear Wealthy shoes, that was pretty much the entry point. But it doesn't mean nowadays you can't get Goodyear Wealthy shoes for the same price that I was paying for those bad shoes at Saks or Fifth. just want to make sure I make that clear because it's not the price that I was saying was too low for those shoes. It was the quality for what I was getting for that price that was too low. Hope that makes sense. But quality is really what you want to focus on. And that's one of the most important things that I wish I knew back when I was getting started. The fifth thing that I wish I knew when I was getting started is that there's a big difference between fashion and style. I had no idea what that was. 
I just thought tailored clothing was tailored clothing. I didn't know that there was fashion and style. I really didn't know anything like that. Once again, GQ magazine was my menswear Bible, but I didn't realize that GQ magazine was pitching fashion. And the reason why I always bring up GQ magazine is because a lot of guys, when they start, that's what they really rely on to, to get going. And to me, GQ does a good job as far as certain articles that they write that have nothing to do with menswear. But when it comes to menswear, I don't think they do a really good job because a lot of guys that are starting out, they listen to what GQ magazine says and they build their wardrobe from that, not realizing that a lot of those things that they buy by listening to GQ, they're going to end up not really liking them anymore once they discover that GQ is pitching fashion but they really want to dress in a stylish way. And the biggest difference between fashion and style is the fact that fashion changes over time. So what's in this year is probably not going to be in a year or two from now. So if you're building a wardrobe and you're reading GQ magazine, and this is what you're going to base your wardrobe on, you're going to realize two years from now, everything that you bought is worthless now. So this is my beef with a magazine like GQ. They're really not doing men any favors because men are buying things that are not sustainable. So as I was saying, fashion is something that changes over time. Style is more timeless. Now, it's not 100% timeless. There are slight changes and variations here and there, but for the most part, it's really based on timeless style. So for example... I've had guys ask me, so pleats and cuffs are back? Pleats and cuffs never went anywhere. That's rooted in style. But if you're listening to fashion, you would see that pleats and cuffs are probably not in, but give them five years, they'll come back. I don't base what I wear according to fashion. So pleats and cuffs is something that I've always worn. I've been wearing those things since 2015, and that's never going to change. So that's really the difference between style and fashion. Fashion will change. Things will come and go. Style is forever. And to me, that makes a lot more sense because I don't have to worry about anything that I wear going out of style. That's one strategy I definitely wish I knew when I was getting started, man. But if you're getting all your information from a source that champions fashion over style you might never know that there's a difference. One of the best saying is, you don't know what you don't know. And that's a true statement. Things like having the collar points on my shirts being long enough to be hidden under my jacket's lapels, all those things are rooted in style. I could be wrong, but from all the time that I've read GQ magazine, nobody never mentioned anything like that. And that's a timeless style that I'm talking about. That's what I wish I knew when I was getting started. That took me about eight years to realize that there was a difference. The next thing that I wish I knew when I was getting started is don't buy something just because it's on sale. Yeah, this one, man, is crazy because that's how a lot of companies get you. So first of all, the things are already overpriced to begin with. And then when they drop the price to where it should have been, you come rushing in thinking that you're really getting a good deal. You definitely shouldn't base what you're buying on whether or not it's on sale. That's a sure way to buy something that you're going to regret later. So that's why it's best to do your research 
and buy things little by little over time. Now, of course, if it's something that's really nice and you got your eyes on it, but you can't afford it for whatever reason, you don't have the money. And then at the end of the season, it ends up being on sale. Then you can definitely scoop it up at that time. But don't do it just because it's on sale. So for example, like me, a lot of times I would buy my scarves and my fall and winter pocket squares and sometimes even my coats right when the winter ends or when the winter is about to end because the prices are slashed because we're heading into the spring. But I'm not just buying it at that time because it's on sale. I would have bought it anyway, but strategically, I know that it's probably going to go on sale. So I just wait it out and I buy it at that time. But it's not really a decision I'm just making because the thing is on sale. I'm doing it strategically. Like I know that it's going to go on sale. I wait for it and I buy it at that time. But a lot of people, they'll just be browsing a website. They're looking at a bunch of things and they automatically go for the one that's on sale. And I don't think you should be buying your clothes based on what's on sale. You can definitely be strategic about it, like I was saying. But when you're looking at things, definitely try to buy the best that you can and don't just shop in the sale section, if that makes sense. The next thing that I wish I knew when I was getting started, and this is one of the best ones, is that simplicity is key. A lot of guys go wrong by thinking that dressing well is very complicated. Perfect example. 80% of the time you'll catch me wearing a light blue shirt. But a lot of guys think that's boring. But a light blue shirt is a blank canvas for you to wear a really nice tie on, for you to wear a really nice suit, a really nice pocket square. Now it might be simple, but it's beautiful. But you notice a lot of guys, when you go to weddings, they're wearing burgundy shirts, yellow shirts, black shirts. Because to them, a light blue shirt or a white shirt is too boring for them. And those same guys, they'll wear a striped tie that has burgundy in it or that has yellow in it or that has black in it to match with the shirts that they're wearing. It's like a uniform. And I don't know if it's because when they walk into a store, this is what the mannequin is wearing. But a lot of guys really go for that look. Burgundy shirt, striped burgundy tie. Yellow shirt, striped yellow tie. It's horrible. But that's because those guys, they're not really thinking about simplicity. They're thinking that, no, I can't wear a white shirt. That's too boring, man. I'm going to wear a yellow shirt. And then they double up on it by wearing a yellow tie. Yellow striped tie. Yeah, it doesn't really work that way, man. If you go into a wedding, you have a really nice white shirt on, a dark tie. You're going to be one of the most stylish men in there, man, just based on those two things. Simplicity is key. Life is hard enough. Dressing well doesn't have to be. Dressing well is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be simple once you know what you're doing. But that's definitely something that I wish I knew when I was getting started. Simplicity is key. There's a quote that says simplicity never goes out of style. 100% true. I don't know who said that one, but um, Leonardo da Vinci said simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Embrace simplicity. Everything doesn't have to be complicated. When it comes to dressing well, the blueprint is already there. You really just have to follow it. Once again, there's room for individuality, but... 
wearing those crazy colored shirts, that's not it, man. So those are the things that I wish I knew when I was getting started. So if I could talk to my younger self, those are the things that I would be telling him. Like, you don't have to go crazy. I think the biggest problem is most men don't really have the right influence. For example, a book like Dressing the Man by Alan Flusser. That was the first book that I got. I was like, man, what's in this book is very complex compared to what's in GQ. But complex in the right way, they would break things down. They wouldn't just tell you this is the way to do it. They would tell you why you should be doing it that way. And I was like, man, this makes a lot of sense. But even though I had that book, it still took me a while to really break it down and understand it. Just have to have the right influence. It takes time, but enjoy the journey. That's really what I can tell you, man, is to enjoy the journey. Even though, like I'm saying right now, those are the things that I would teach to my younger self. It would have saved me a lot of time. But at the same time, I don't really regret the journey that I went through because I can relate to almost any man regardless of what situation that they're in, because at one point I was in that situation because I went through that journey. So enjoy the journey. And um, the journey doesn't stop. So even with me, don't think that because I dress the way that I dress, that's the end of my journey. I'm still refining every day, but I'm very happy where I am, if that makes sense. So enjoy the journey. Just don't go too crazy. You know what I mean? It takes time. A lot of trial and error. Even with what I'm telling you, you don't have to take everything that I'm telling you at face value. Definitely still do your own research. Definitely see what works for you because what works for me may not work for you. But what I'm doing is giving you the basics and then you can take the basics and do what you want to do from that point. So thanks for checking out the episode on the things that I wish I knew when I was getting started. Tune in again next week for another fire episode of I'm Not a Gentleman. Peace. Back in that, back in that bag again. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Back in that.